So today's Amal is Daf Peheyim and Aleph. And we're going on the Mishnah. The Mishnah talked about an Aruga, which is six by six Tvachim. Right? Not that big. Six Tvachim is how much? At the most, it's two feet. And you can plant five different Zerainim in the Aruga, four on each side, and one in the middle. And they might dash from the Pasuk, Kika'aretz Taitzi Tzimcha, Ruchagana Zerat Tzmiach, that Taitzi is one, Tzimcha is two, Zerat is another two, because it's Lashem Rabbim, and Tzmiach is another one. So that's five, five Zerainim, in the area of six by six Tvachim. And where do you see six by six Tvachim? Right, Taitzi says, that it says, L'chayev Arugas Habaisim, that L'chayev is the Lashem of Luchais, right, Aruga, right? Is the Aruga Sabaisim, right? That's the Aruga. So, what's the classic Aruga? Lechayev is Lashin of Luchas. Luchas was six by six Tvachim. But Rashi says, it means that Yesha Yeshayimim. But Rashi learns, and Lechayev, that's the Rashi's Taichi in the Gemara, that the six Tvachim is because the Rabbanan understood the Shia Yunika was three Tvachim. So, therefore, for putting five into the Aruga, so we have to make it that the middle and the sides aren't yanik from each other. So that could only be this three tvachim of space from the middle to the sides, and another three tvachim from the sides to the next, from the middle to the other side, right? It's all together, six tvachim. That is where the sheer six tvachim of the Ruga comes from. This Kimlular Rabbanan, the Chamsha Beshitol Yanke Adadi, like was dying, the Rabbanan knew that five and six meaning, Rashi what does it mean, Kimlular Rabbanan? Because if you're going to have five Zerainim in the Aruga, and you want to make sure that the middle is not Yenik with the sides, then you're going to need an Aruga of six Tvachim, because three Tvachim is the She Yenika. So, right? And other words, why don't you say that the five are in the corners? That's what I saying. Why don't you say that the four, right, the five are in the corners? So, mainly you can have it less. That's Rashi's cash. How, how would that teach you at six Tvachim? Why don't you say that the four, right, you have five Zerainim. Right, so if you put the four in each corner, so the diagonal, right, then you wouldn't need six Tvachim to be three Tvachim, where you need that the diagonal should be six Tvachim. So it would be considerably less than six Tvachim, right? No matter what he says, Kalamsa Biribua, Amsa Trechum Shebalachsainim. So if you would take five Zerainim and put it in an Aruga, let's say five by five Tvachim. If you have an Aruga five by five Tvachim, right? How much would the Alachsain of such an Aruga be? It would be like seven Tvachim, right? Right? And how much would the diagonal be? Right? If Kal Amsa Biribu Amsa Trechum So five plus one and two fifths is seven. Right? So you could have an Aruga 5 by 5 Fachim, put four Zerainim in the corners of the Aruga, and one in the middle, and then there wouldn't be a Nika, even though it's not 6 by 6, right? What? No, you can't put it in the middle of the sides, because then it would be, uh, that would be Yenik from the, the, the side from the middle, you wouldn't have to be Fachim there. But the, the, the Pasuk is five, right? The question is... Now, if you put five in the corners, then the fifth could be in the middle. Would it be five in the corners? The four, four in the four corners. And one? And one in the middle. Smack in the middle. 
So that would be more than even if it's not. No, it says five on the five on the four sides. So that's three tefachim away from the middle. But we could put it in the corner. It'll be more than three tefachim away from the middle because you're making a diagonal, right? That's Rashi's kasha. So Rashi says it doesn't say that it's in the corner. And it says five, and five means four on the sides and one in the middle, and it's not in the corner, right? That's where you see the six, right? It says, right? That's what Rashi says. It says, they're all in the middle. Yeah. It says, Midalai Kava Makam Nizra Eitzalak Vula Shiv Eitzalak Karen, right? Right? That's the thing. So, so now as Rashi is saying that the reason why the Gemara knew, right? We have a pasuk saying that you could put five zeraynim in an aruga, but how big is the aruga? So the reason why the Gemara knew that the aruga was six tefachim is because we understand that we can't have any sheer dinika between the sides in the middle. And shared yinika would be if they're caught within three tvachim. So that means we need three tvachim away from the middle to the sides, to all four sides. So that's six tvachim, right? Three plus three is six. Right? So Israel says, why don't you say put them in the corner? But it doesn't say to put them in the corner. Right? We could even put them in the middle of the side. So therefore, that's why we know that it's six. Now, like Rashi said in the Mishnah, it's okay if the two sides are within three tvachim of each other because that's not irvuv. That's not considered mixed, even though they're sharing yunika. But the size in the middle, that would be considered mixed if they shared yunika. Now, I'm going to ask an interesting question. How do you know if the Rabbana figured out a scientific fact we could use it halachically? How do we know? Right? It sounds like there wasn't the halacha on the shared yunika. It was something that Chazal figured out because of their knowledge in science and botany and how Unica works right? now how do we know that they can rely on that knowledge interesting that we're taiching the pasuk right? that you can't make a you can't you can't um, be masakvul meaning you can't go over the boundary you can't breach the boundary that the Rishonim that the our previous our predecessors made a boundary and that means that our predecessors created the boundary knows they discovered what the boundary is for Kalai who was our predecessors they were great Scientists or botanists, right, or farmers of ancient times, and they figured out that it's three tvachim. And since the pasuk says, even though the Chazal themselves didn't have any direct scientific information, nor did they have a tradition from Torah sources that it was three tvachim, what they had was they had an ancient teaching from the people that. They knew this. And the Pasuk says, That means what the Rishayim, meaning 
the ancient scientists created a shear, that is the shear the Torah wants you to use. And that's how we know how the Kimla Rabbanan Mosehi. Right? That's what the Gemara says. You know, it's similar to uh, the Chsam Seifer. That's why I understand it. And it's sort of Chsam Seifer being misunderstood once. But the, the, the big, the, one of the hot issues in the days of Chsam Seifer was is that at that time, the scientists believed that even if someone appears completely dead, he doesn't pass any of the life tests. But we still don't know for sure. And we have to wait three days before we bury him. That was like a new idea. Eventually that was debunked. They decided, no, it's a, it's a mistake. They, if he's dead, he's dead. We could tell right away. That was, uh, but th- th- at that time, that was like a big thing going on. It was actually Moses Mendelssohn. One of the things that he, uh, one of the early controversies he got involved with is he really wanted, he was scientifically sophisticated at the time, and he wanted to, uh, to, to make that that should be the rule by the Eden also, that they should wait three days. And the Gdalitari opposed it. Because the Messiah was that you bury right away. That was the. So he's the Chazam Sefer said, if we have a pasuk telling you to bury right away, that's what the pasuk says. Kikavetik v'ene b'yemahu and Chazam understand the pasuk to mean not only the person that you executed, but everybody has to be buried right away. Right. So Al Karchak, the pasuk is telling us that there is a method of determining the death that could be done right away. Otherwise, we don't have any shot in the pasuk. So, our determination, which they, the cessation of breathing and pulse, that either is that comes from a pasuk of Kol Nishmas Ruach Chaim Ba'apav, that Ruach Chaim, the, the breath, is a sign of life, or it comes from Allah Chalavashim Yisinai, or it could even come from the ancient scientists, that that's what they believe, but it doesn't matter, because once the pasuk is saying, that you have to bury right away, and the Pasuk is affirming the whatever they believe then to be the determination of death. And that's it. So once we have a Pasuk saying that, it doesn't matter if scientists come and say it's not true. Right? The Pasuk tells us it is true. He's saying the Pasuk never says this particular method. It doesn't matter. The Pasuk tells us it is a method. And the method, however they got the method, maybe they got the method from, from a Pasuk or from a Halakha Meshim maybe they got it from science. But either way, the Pasuk is affirming that method. That's what the Gemara here means. And apparently the Gemara wasn't sure about the street Tvachim. And it wasn't the scientific fact that was accepted in the times of the Gemara. That's what I would believe. Otherwise the Gemara would have asked the question. Right? It was not accepted in the times of the Gemara that three Tfachim was a Sheyunika. It was generally accepted. Early, it was Kimul Chacham. Right? And apparently the Gemara also understood that the Kimul Chacham doesn't mean that they had a Torah source to it. It was something that was, they believed as a scientific fact. So we to know, so how, they, how could they rely on it? The Pasuk tells them, which the Gemara understands that to mean that the boundaries that the original Farmers or scientists or botanists set up those are the gvulim that we want you to use the three tvachim at count. So if they're accurate, they're not accurate. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Amr Rav Shmuel Ben Achmeni, Amr Rav Yenison, the Ksiv Elu Bnei Seir Achere Yeshvei Haaretz says that there are people that originally were in the land of Seir. They were called the Bnei Seir Achere. Right? I guess the Yeshvei Haaretz 
literally, you know, the Pashib Shah and the Pasik means that they were the ones that dwelled in Eretz Edom before the Me'esav came and took over. But the Mars are called the Yeshvar, they're called earth dwellers. Not the Kuliyama Yeshri Kinanu. I mean, everyone's an earth dweller, right? I mean, other people's sky dwellers. They were people that understood earth. They understood unique Karka. So they were big scientists. In other words, they understood minerals. I, I doubt they were able to discuss it the way scientists did. They. they didn't have that thing that, you know, discuss different names of minerals and that. But it didn't matter. They had an instinctive or intuitive understanding. They had their own understanding of what Unica is and how Unica works. To the point that they could tell you they could look at the land or feel it or smell it or taste it and tell you I could tell that this land is specific for for um, olive trees or for grapevines or for fig trees now chayri is shemerichem esaretz chayri means that they smell the land and chivi they're also called chivi Taisha says not to be confused with the chivi of the Zayanumais because this is the Bnei Seir chayri but they were also called Chivi. And Amr Papa They would they would taste the land like a snake. They would lick the land or they would smell the land. And they would understand very well the unika, right, which we would call the minerals or the nutrients in the land that were good for plants. So they understood it. So if they tell you that it's three Tvachin, they're the experts. Because they became free of the Nechasim. Because um, it says, right? The Nechasim was Shmidu as a Chayim the Pasuk says in Devarim. So they were once very, very rich and prosperous, but then that's it. The Nechasim came, took them over, and they became free, meaning they lost all their property. Alright, that's the Gemara. Now the Gemara goes on to a new thing. Amrav Asi, Aruga, Teichavav, Chutzmik Vuleha. Every Aruga has a gvul around the Aruga. That's why it's an Aruga. That's how they planted the gardens in those days. They would plant Arugas. I mean, we call Arugas rose. They're not really rose. I don't have a very good English name for it. A plant, yeah. Uh, you know, a small piece of land. Right? And each Aruga was kind of separate. So in order to make separate Arugas, they would have gvulim. They would have Boundaries which they wouldn't plant around the aruga, and the aruga is six, not counting the gvulim. The aruga is six in the planting, right? The gvulim don't count in for the six. The six by six that we're saying in the Mishnah to plant the five zeroinim is six of the actual plants, not the gvulim. aruga Aruga, the inside of the aruga means what's inside the boundaries of the aruga. Is six tvachim. Right? You can't have six with the gvulim. The six is not including the gvulim. Right? And how much are the gvulim aruga? The width of the aruga is like the width of a footstep. It's like the width of a footstep. And I think Rashi is mashed with that. That's two tvachim. That's two tvachim. 
that's how much a parish is. Right? So you need the two tfachim in between besides for the aruga. Then the shaila is, what's a negea? How big the gvulim are? Right? We're saying that's the aruga without the gvulim. So if you have aruga, if you don't have a gvulim in that size, why would that make a difference in halacha? Why would you be able to plant the five zerainim even if you don't have gvulim the size of a parasa? So it's mashmashitaizbosainachinami. You don't really need the gvulim for the heter of the aruga. Right? You need the aruga to be six. If you don't have big gvulim, that's okay. But Rashi says that you need the gvulim for another halacha that we're going to have, that the gvulim are, are connected the, right, the gvulim are, are, we have halacha that if you have a field going into an aruga on a diagonal, so then you don't need the shear of archaka. But it has to be a proper aruga. A proper aruga means it has gvulim. Like we'll see. Right? Why does Rabbi Huda say that it's Rech of Parsa? It says that you will, you'll, you'll, um, with your feet, you'll be able to water the, the ground, like a gan, like a vegetable garden. Right? That's what it says in the Pasuk in Dvarim that when you the in Mitzrayim it says in Mitzrayim they didn't have rain. In Mitzrayim they would um they would water the garden. Right? They would they would water the garden they water the fields just like you water with your feet the Ghana Yarak, the vegetables. So since you water it with your feet, so why does it say Vishkisa Baraglacha? To tell you that the place where you go around the the the, the, the thing is Kareh of Parsa. And the Gemara says, My regal tefach, Avgavul Nami Tefach. Yeah, the Parsa I think is a tefach, because that's the width of the foot. But the reason why I said Tutvachim is because I think each each one needs its own gvul. Each aruga has its own gvul. So and you end up having Tutvachim between the arugas. The gvul of the aruga is a tefach. Right? I mean, you know, if you're going through the through the arugas, you're going to need both feet to be in the middle, right? Unless you're going, you know, unless you put one foot in front of the other. But that's what it means. So, v'shkisak b'raglacha k'gan ha'yarak, why does it mention specifically b'raglacha to teach you that the gan ha'yarak, you do the hashaka, you do the hashka, I mean, with with the regal, so you have need a parsa, a regal between as a gvul of each aruga. Alright. Now, here we're starting a somewhat complicated part of the sigya. Right? Which keeps changing a little bit the configuration of the five zerainim. Right? We had before, we said Rashi and the Mishnah that the five zerainim the four on each side doesn't mean one little right, doesn't mean one little thing, it means that you're filling up the entire side minus the corners minus the corners but we'll see, the Gemara here really has different configurations I'm not really sure which, where Rashi fits into the Gemara, I mean, you could, you could figure out but, but it doesn't fit into the, to the, to the first Gemara 
So the Mara starts like this. Amarav, Arugam, Bechurva Shaninu. What does it mean, Aruga Bechurva Shaninu? Achurva means that there's no Arugas around it. In other words, if you're going to have a vegetable garden with several Arugas, and the Arugas are spaced the way Arugas are normally spaced, two Tvachim away, you can't do that. You can't have a number of Arugas next to each other, each one's with different Zerayim. Because there'll be Kalayim between one Aruga and the other Aruga. There's only two Tvachim between the Arugas, so there'll be Kalayim between one Aruga and the other Aruga. If you're going to make Arugas that are five Zerayim, and then make another Aruga adjacent to it, five Zerayim, so that goof will be Kalayim. So when the Mishnah says you have an Aruga, that you're putting five Zerayim, it means all you have is that Aruga. That's called an Aruga Bechurva. Aruga in a completely desolate place. So then you can put your five Zerayim, and you don't have to worry about any other things around it, because there's nothing around it. But if there are other Arugas around it, so then you would not be allowed to put the five Zerayim in this Aruga, because you'll, you'll have a problem with the other Arugas. So the Gemara says, Why does he say that it's a Why can't you have it? Because you have the place of the Kronis. So we have the diagram in Rashi, which describes the Kronis. In other words, this is what Rashi says. Anytime you have two Zerayim, one is going east-west and the other is going north-south, so even if they're very close to each other, that's not Kalayim. Because that's not called Irvuv. As Rashi said, even it's not the unique is not the whole criterion. The criterion is Irvuv, they have to be planted together. If one's going east west and the other's going north south, so that wouldn't be a problem of Kalai. So what is the problem? The problem is when you have an Aruga next to the other Aruga, so the Aruga, let's say, on the eastern side of one Ar- the Zerayim on the eastern side of one Aruga will be Mu'uriv with the Zerayim on the western side of the adjacent Aruga. Right? Understand what I'm saying? And they're both going north-south, right? The Aruga on the eastern side of, the, of this Aruga is going north-south. Right? And then the Aruga next to it, it's Aruga on the western side of that is also going north-south. So therefore, those two are going the same direction, and they're within three Tvachim, so it's going to be a problem. So, how about making that the Aruga, the Aruga that's on the west, right? So the eastern, the Zera, on the eastern side of that Aruga, how about pushing that all the way down to the southern part, and the Aruga that's on the east, right? The Zera that's on the western side of that Aruga, how about putting it all the way to the northern part of that Aruga? And that way, they won't be within three Tvachim of each other. Right? So you have the configuration in Rashi. Right? Each one, each one, you make sure that it's more than three Tvachim, right? They have two Tvachim in between each Aruga. And you just make sure that they're not corresponding to each other, they're alternating. And then you're able to get nine arugas in, like the way Rashi showing, right? Constantly making sure that 
the arugas are in different corners. The zirainim are in different corners, right? That's the kasha. So why did Rav say the ruga You could put the five, right? The main thing is you put the four zirainim on the four ruchais. Doesn't say where in the ruach. You can put anywhere in the ruach, anywhere you want, right? So I have a good idea where to put it. I can put it all the way down in the corner. Right? So, the Aruga, let's say, right? The Aruga, let's say, the, the, uh, on the east. Right? The Zerainim that's on the west of that Aruga. You put it all the way on the northern corner. And the Aruga next to it, further west, the Zera, which is on the eastern part, put it all the way on the southern part of that Aruga. And then they're not going to mix. So the Gemara says, Ami be rabbi mishmei the rabbi mamalei esakranes. That the case is that you filled the entire side of the aruga from Mizrach to Ma'ariv. You filled the kranes, not like Rashi said in the Mishnah. Now Rashi in the Mishnah said that you planted on each one, you just made sure not to plant in the corner, and that way you didn't have irvuv. Rav says no. Rav says that the case, let's say the case that Rashi is giving, that diagram, is that the east and the west, you fill the entire site. So the other three can only be one garin apiece. Right? Just like the middle one can only be one garin. So now, if you're filling the entire side, so also the other two can only be one garin, because that's not considered a different direction if it's going all the way, Right? If it's going all the way to to become adjacent to that thing, right? You don't need to go on a diagonal to get to it. So that's called the same direction. So that's the case. The case of the five Zeranim, now, according to Rav, Yimamaliasakranis. Right? You uh you have the the the, 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 the two arugas that are completely taking over the entire side. And then the other ones are uh, are just one zera. So in that case, it has to be bechurva, because in this case it would have to be bechurva, because uh, right, wherever you put it, if you're putting an aruga within two tefachim of this aruga, it's going to be it's going to be an irvuv, right? So the Gemara says, but what do you mean? How about not doing that? That's how Rashi teaches it. How about not doing that? How about not filling it up the entire space? How about planting on the outside? But don't plant on the inside. Let's just do it the way Rashi described it in the Mishnah. Plant the entire Ruach, but just leave out the corner. And when you leave out the corner... Right? I mean, and then if you want other arugas, knows the point is you have to, you can't plant the entire side just leaving out the corner, but at least don't fill it up till the opposite corner. Just plant on the outside and the other one plant on the other side and you'll be able to get more arugas. Why do you have to make an aruga b'churva? So the Gemara says, Xera It's Xera. Maybe you'll fill up the corners. I've held. You have to, so it's really, even if you didn't, 
Rav said, you need to make the Aruga Bechurva. You know why? We're going to allow you five Zerainim. Now, if we have one Aruga, so you have a lot of latitude. Right? You could, you could make four on each side, as long as you don't do the corners. And if you do the corners, as long as you do the corners on the east and the west, and the north and the south, you just make one guy, and that would also work. But there's a lot of ways you can make five Zerainim in the Aruga of six by six. But, if you're going to have other arugas around, you're going to have to be very careful to configure it in a way that it's not married with the other arugas. And we're afraid that you won't do that. We're afraid that you might fill up the entire side, and then it will be a problem with the other arugas. So, mainly, have Xera, Shemi Yamalei and because of that we don't allow any arugas to be around. We only allow the five Zerainim and Aruga Shebechurva. That's what the answer the Gemara says. Now let's go a little bit right A little bit. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's ready the next Amid, we'll do it over again, Be'ez Hashem, tomorrow. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do it again, Be'ez Hashem, tomorrow. But I want to also see a little bit, maybe Taisa's chat tomorrow. Let's go a little bit right for now. So we'll, we'll have a head start for tomorrow. V'loye ele reish taryerek. The question is, what's wrong if the Arugais are, are are adjacent to each other? Since they're different Arugais, it should be like a Rosh Tariyarek. Like the head of the head of a Tar, the head of a row of Yarek. Which would work even if it's adjacent because it's from a different field. We like not. If you have the end of the row, Rashi says it's the diagonal, because that's how they ended the row, that's the Reish Tar, going into a different field, even though it's right next to the drum in that field, but it's two different fields. Two different fields are considered to be not Kalayim, even if they're next to each other. Like Rashi says, the issue is Irvav, it has to look the same. So Rav said, Ein Reish Tar Ba'aruga. You say by two fields, or by in a field and an aruga, then you say the din of reishtar. But two arugas of the same field, that's not considered reishtar. That's not considered different enough. When you have a field, and you see clearly this is from one field, this is from another field, even though they become adjacent, that's okay. But two arugas, even if they're two different arugas, but that's not considered to be different things to have this hetter of Reish Tar. Right? Shmuel Amar, Aruga ben Aruga Shininu. No, we are talking about Aruga ben Arugais. Right? And Pashas the Pshat is, like Taisa says, that Shmuel holds it is Reish Tar by Aruga. So Shmuel's Shita is that even if two Arugas are next to each other, that's okay. Eva would only be in the same Aruga, but when you have two different Arugais, then, then it's not considered irvav. It's not considered kalayim because they're two different arugas, even if they're going to be within the shir yinika. So actually says it means that the leaves are going to that 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 much is definitely going to look like a irvav if the leaves are going to be touching each other. So you make the leaves. You pull them away from each other in a way 
that it won't be um, right. You pull them away from each other in a way that they won't actually be adjacent to each other. In other words, Shmuel agrees to the Gemara's kasha va'ikam makam kronis. That's how Rashi learns. Shmuel agrees to the kasha va'ikam makam kronis that you could make the vegetables of one aruga further down in the aruga. Let's say the aruga to the east, you make it those vegetables on the north side. And you make the aruga to the west, those vegetables on the south side. So therefore, they aren't ma'ariv with each other. Right? The only reason why Rav didn't like it is because you don't say and that's where you can make the aruga should be that's been the arugas.